Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Jonathan. Now, this is Easter weekend. John 11, 20, 25. Jesus told Martha. Let me start up a little further. Verse 21. John eleven twenty one. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Martha said, yeah, he'll rise when everyone else rises in the last day. But Jesus said, Listen to this. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Anyone who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Anyone who believes in me, even if he were dead, yet shall he live. I've been meeting people. Traveling and preaching, they're like, they feel like walking corpses. They tell me. They're addicted to drugs. They can't live. They're dead in their sins. They're dead. Something has a hold on them that's killing them. Jesus said, even if you were actually dead, I have enough power to raise you up out of death. Now, I'm not talking to people that are dead. However bad your problems are, you're still alive and breathing. Lazarus was dead. Lazarus didn't have blood pressure problems. Lazarus had no blood pressure. No blood. Four days dead. Jesus said, roll the stone aside. And he said, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus came out in his grave clothes and lived again. I tell you as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, no matter who you are, no matter how bad things look, when you call on Christ, you're not calling on a statue. Or the founder of a religion. You're calling on the one who conquered death. This weekend. What we celebrate. The strongest weapon that the devil has. Is not addiction. It's not thoughts of suicide. It's death. Because once you're dead it's over. And Jesus conquered death. So when he conquered death it's a sign. No matter what the devil has, Christ's power is greater than the power of the devil. If you can testify to that in here today, let God hear your hand clap and your shout one more time. Yeah, you're not going to die. I'm going to tell you right now, that's why I'm here. That's what, that's what all these people are giving their life for. I'm not going to watch this city turn into Philadelphia or Chicago. I'm tired of watching 19-year-olds and 23-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 50-year-olds swept off the street, found in some house three days dead from fentanyl. I don't know who's behind all this stuff. You notice during the lockdowns, they said there were supply shortages, no lumber, no steel, no concrete. But did anyone ever go to buy fentanyl and they said, sorry, there's a supply shortage? No. How is that coming into the inner city left and right? There are people that want you dead. But you're not looking at one of them right here. Jesus came that you might have life. 
and have it more abundantly. Who does the devil think he is? I said, who does the devil think he is? He's not going to write the story of your family. You heard what I said to the people in New Jersey. I tell you today, it only takes one person in a family. It only takes one person in a family to say enough is enough. I'm not living like this. I'm not crying myself to sleep at night. You heard that woman? I can sleep through the night without screaming. She said I was going to commit suicide. You know, I looked her up on Twitter. Her last tweet was, I pray that my family understands what I'm about to do. Do you know what happened? As she was walking back to the projects to go kill herself, she heard the music like you heard. And she thought, well, might as well enjoy a free show before I die. But it's no show. This is no show. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ that has a mission. A mission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to them, to every creature. Why can't you Christians keep your religion to yourself? It's against our religion to keep our religion to ourselves. A Christian that keeps their religion to themselves probably will go to hell. They're disobeying God. And furthermore, we're not pushing religion. We're not trying to get you hooked up with a religion, signed up for the Presbyterian church or Catholic church. That's half the problem in Pittsburgh. I'm Presbyterian. I'm Catholic. Is there a Presbyterian heaven? Is there a Catholic heaven? The goal is not to get hooked up with a religion. The goal is to get hooked up with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Religion can't save. God didn't send a religion into the world. He sent a redeemer. And his name is Jesus Christ. Do you know him? Not did you once know him? Not would you like to know him? Do you know him? That's my job. To introduce people to the one that changed my life. When you scream like this, people think you're half nuts anyway. So I might as well tell a story to make you think I'm even more nuts. If you don't believe me, I don't blame you. I was eight years old. Minding my own business in Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. My dad's a preacher. My mother is a Holy Ghost woman. They're both still alive. They sent me up to change for bed. I bent over and picked my pajamas up. And there was an angel on the other side of the bed. The angel said, Jonathan, God has reserved you for this last period of time to be an evangelist, to call men and women who are now in darkness into the light for soon it will be too late soon it will be too late all these crazy prophecies in the bible are all coming to pass before your eyes anybody hear about digital currency they're getting ready to do the bible told you about that no man will be able to buy or sell unless they receive a mark in their hand or in their forehead revelation 13 microchip technology no cash no silver, no gold, digital currency to have controlled spending. It's all happening right now. God has reserved you for this last period of time to be an evangelist, to call men and women that are now in darkness into the light. For soon, it will be eternally too late. Do you understand? And I said yes with a speech impediment. Do you know why I preach like this about miracles? Miracles. 
and God's power, I had no power to speak. And when I said yes to Jesus, my inability was swallowed up by God's ability. It's easy to believe in miracles when you is a miracle. I'm telling you, Christ is a miracle worker. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, I'm a father. I got my wife here. I have my daughter here. You'd have to be half out of your mind to try to raise a family in this day and age with no help from God. But I'm telling you, if you'll make God the center of your home, starting today, everything has to have a starting point. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Watch God start to work in your home. Watch God start to work in your family. Let me tell you two things before I pray for you. Number one, did you hear that lady with cancer that had ovarian cancer? Say not only was the cancer healed, they kept running tests. Because even if the cancer dies, there's cancer cells and they couldn't find any cancer. God not only knocked the cancer out of her body, there was no trace that she had ever had cancer. That's God. He'll not only heal you, He'll make it like the attack that came against your life never happened. Will you pray with me today? Why run from God? Why be angry at God? God's not against you. He's so for you, He proved it. He sent His only Son, not an angel, His own Son for you. He wants you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And it's not some kind of phony love. Love you. I'm going to send my son and exchange him for you. So that if you'll just believe in him, believing in him, you will have life. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Those that believe in me, though they were as good as dead, walking zombies, going out for fentanyl. If they'll call on me, I'll knock that off of their life and they'll live. I'll put my spirit in them. Sorry for the crying. I don't want, I want people to get help, man. People can't see it. They can't see, but you can see. Even the children that are here. I gave my life to the Lord when I was four. Look, look at the kids all sitting on the edge of their seat. You get it. You can feel it. It's God reaching on the inside of you. He's fine. I like him. It's God reaching on the inside of you. He loves you. There's people that are in here right now. I'm telling you, as a minister of the gospel, you will never go back to jail again. The last time you went to rehab will be the last time you ever go to rehab. A new life begins this Easter weekend in Jesus' name. And the devil might not like it, but the devil can't do anything to stop it. So I'm going to give two calls. Number one is to be saved, to be born again. The first, the message Jesus preached, ye must be born again. Not think about being born again. You must be born again. You need to be saved. I'm being faithful to the heavenly mission that God gave me in 1988. Call people that are now in darkness. Don't just teach Christians. Call people that are now in darkness. I think that preacher gave all that stuff away just to get us in there. Yes! Congratulations, detective. How come everybody's got a problem if a church does something like this, but if a casino, if a casino gives things away to get you in there to take all your money, 
It's fine. They can give away cars, but if a church does anything like that, what are they doing that for? Because we want the world to know that you don't have to die in your sin. You can call on the name of Jesus Christ and be saved. You see this army of people on the side? Those are the massive amount of volunteers our church has. I'm going to push it today a little bit. I want you not only to get saved, I want you to get involved. I want you to take up your cross and follow Jesus. I want you, number one, to give your life to Christ. Number two, I want you to follow me as I follow Christ. And together, make an impact on this city. You want to join a gang? Join my gang. My gang has more money than all the gangs in Pittsburgh put together. And when you join my gang, you'll live to spend the money. We're in Jesus' gang. We're knocking the devil out of this city. I want strong men in this church. I want strong women in this church. I want the talented youth of Pittsburgh in this church. You can get behind something today where you don't need prayer every month. Now you're the one praying for people. Think of this. There's some of you that are going to get saved today and you're going to go pray for someone and they're going to say, man, you don't know how bad I'm living. You say, know how bad you're living. I was you. And Jesus pulled me out. And he's going to pull you out too. Can you say amen? Amen. Then I'm going to do a second thing today. And remember, you don't have to do, you can give me the middle finger and leave and you can still win the drunk. I have no feelings. I've been given the middle finger in many countries all over the world. But I'm going to do a second thing. Those that would like prayer, because I might as well just do it formally because every time I try to leave anywhere, people stop me. Can I have prayer? My child's sick. I have leukemia. I'm talking serious prayer. I'm not praying that you feel, you know, Lord, be with them. Wrap your arms around them as they slowly die. No. Resurrection life. Jesus is a cancer killer. Jesus is a depression destroyer. He'll replace your anxiety with peace like a river. Joy like a fountain. You don't have to go to bed miserable every night. That lady couldn't go, go to bed at night without screaming through the night. The other lady, that, nice, that pretty black lady with the blonde hair, I cut my arms. Who made her cut her arms? Who cuts themselves? That's a devil. That's demonic oppression. And I want to apologize that the churches in America don't deal with that stuff. Just tell you a nice little 20-minute message and send you back outside to get your rear end kicked by the devil for the next six days. But you're not in that kind of meeting. God's not only going to save you today, he's going to put his resurrection life and the fire of the Holy Ghost in your belly and you're going to be a devil stomper the rest of your life. If you receive that, one more time, let's make an announcement to hell that they're in for a bad weekend. Clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. If you believe it, can you shout amen like thunder? Please stand on your feet, everyone. Every head bowed, every eye closed. From the youngest child to the oldest person. I want you to hear what I'm about to say to you as if it was just me. I don't have anything to do until tomorrow morning. I was going to go to the mall and buy a necktie, but that's low on my priority list. I'll, I'll, I'll pray for everybody that wants prayer today. God will give you a new hip socket. God will give you a new physical heart. 
God will destroy the work of the devil in your life. I want to pray. I came to help you. I want to bless you. You're not a bother to me. You're, 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 my, you're what I want. I love you. Jesus loves you. You have a church that loves you. You have a place you can go on Sundays now, right here at 10 a.m. every Sunday. And when you, when you have success and start having breakthroughs, the people here, your family might get jealous, but here you're going to have a bunch of people that celebrate with you. We're for you, not against you. Join this family. Join this little gang we have. Thousand strong. Get ready to be 2,000 strong. Tomorrow's going to be off the hook. I'm not real big into singling people out. My friend here, God put us together. Me and you are going to do some damage together before Jesus comes back, just so you know. I need strong men in this church. Men of conviction and principle. The Lord's going to take you and use you to do great things. Can you say amen? amen. Lift your hands. And, no, you know what? Keep your hands at your side. I'll do, I'll do all the work. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every one of these men and every one of these women. Give me a strength in the anointing right now that none of them go to hell. That they all step out of the, the fog of sin and come into the light. In Jesus' name, let not one be lost. As your word has gone into their spirit, I thank you that your word is, in, <laughs> is incorruptible seed and always accomplishes its given result, which today is salvation, souls of the total redemption of man. Your word says no man can come to you unless the Father draws him. So please do what I can't do. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed with your hands at your side. Children, mothers, fathers, seniors. If you say, Jonathan, I believe what you said about Jesus. And I want to make a decision. Now think of this. You believing what I said or agreeing with what I said will not get you to heaven. The Bible says you believe there's one God. Good. Even the demons believe and tremble. But demons won't go to heaven. In believing, you have to confess. That's what separates a demon from a Christian. Demons don't confess that Jesus is Lord. But when you believe it and then confess with your mouth, I'm done with the devil. I turn my back on sin. I take up my cross and follow Jesus. He died for me. I will live for him. Not on Sunday. Every, every day then you step out of the devil's kingdom. I'll tell you right now, God will protect you. Anybody that makes it their business to see you go to hell, they'll go missing. God will watch over you. Angels will watch over you. This stuff is not fake. This is real. As you heard the people in New Jersey testify, now it's your turn to taste and see that the Lord is good. All the children that can hear me and understand just sat still for almost an hour and listened. Great kids. Have you ever given your life to Jesus? I was only four. I was eight when I got called into the ministry. Kids are smart, super smart. All the men that are here. Just because you started in the wrong direction doesn't mean you have to finish in the wrong direction. It's not how you start the race, my friend. It's how you finish the race. And today's the day to make a U-turn and start running to God instead of from God. He won't hold your sins against you. He'll forgive you. There's no sin that the blood of Jesus can't erase. If you're here and you say, Jonathan, that's me. I've never received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Or 
I once did in the past. But if I'm honest with you, I fell away. I'm not living like I should. I'm not living a holy life. But today, I turn my back on sin. And I make Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior. I want to pray with you. I want to go in the other direction. I don't want to die in my sins and go to hell. I want to, I want to live for God and have His life on the inside of me. Now, think of this. When you do this, every battle you had to fight growing up, your children will never have to fight those battles. Because they're not going to have a mother telling them what they can't do. They're going to have a mother telling them the Bible. God's life's in you. You're going to be great. You're going to change your family around by this decision. Your kids are going to have a father different than you had. We're going to say, God's hands on your life. Teach them to pray. Teach them about a God that can do the impossible. If you say, Jonathan, that's me. Today I make up my mind. Enough is enough. I'm done with the devil. And on Easter weekend, I'm joining my hand with the nail-scarred hand of Jesus. Quickly put your hand up high and wave it at me and we're going to pray together. Keep it up. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very quickly. The Bible says, if you, Jesus, Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father that's in heaven. Luke chapter 12. But if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father that's in heaven. It has to be public. You don't get married privately. You get married in front of witnesses. You stand at an altar and come into covenant with somebody. That's what God has done. And then now think of this. What a great weekend to get saved. Because for the rest of your life, Easter won't be about eggs and bunnies. It won't only be the day that Jesus destroyed death. It'll be the day that you kick Satan to the curb. Said, me and you are through. We have no further business together. And Easter weekend's the day I came back alive. If you lifted your hand and met business with God, those of you with more boldness come first. It'll help those that are more timid. But everyone that lifted a hand from the back of the building to here, come right now to the altar in Jesus' name. Come right now. This is your day. Every person that lifted a hand, go ahead and sing. Come on. This is your day. Today, today's about you. Jesus wants you. This is what he wants for his party. Keep coming. We'll give you time. Some of you are far in the back. This is awesome. Hallelujah. This is a bad weekend for the devil. He lost 2,000 years ago. He loses again. Hallelujah. Yeah, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. They're not going to find you overdose somewhere. You're going to live. You're going to live. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming from the back. This is your day. This is your day. That's awesome, girls. Who else? I'm done with the devil. People still coming. This is awesome. Woo! Hallelujah.
it if you know it all over the auditorium. Let him touch you before we even pray. He'll touch you. He'll deliver you as you sing right now. Lift both hands to the Lord. Now, the Bible says if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is not my idea. This is how God said to get it done. Say this out loud. Now think of this. If I can't hear you, God's higher up than me. So it's not going to make it past the ceiling. You have to speak loud. And you have to speak loud because the devil's stupid. So you need to speak strongly. I'm done with you. So say this nice and loud. Heavenly Father, I give you my life. I'm done with the devil. I turn my back on sin. I believe in my heart. You raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth. Jesus is Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Fill me with your power. Where I was weak, make me strong. Where I was sick, make me healed. In Jesus' name, I am saved. I am a Christian. God is my Father. Christ is my brother. And the devil is no relation at all. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep your hands lifted. Let me bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. As hard as life was before today, I command it to be that easy from this day forward. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I curse fentanyl addiction. I curse heroin addiction. I curse suboxone addiction. I curse this whole system that preys on poor people, prescribing them medications that kill them. I curse it and I loose the blessing of God. I loose the blessing of God into your teeth and gums. No more pain. Into your bones and joints. Into the discs in your back. Be healed. I curse depression. I curse the spirit of fear. I curse thoughts of suicide. Whatever the manifestation of the enemy has been to take you out, I command its hand to get cut off now in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Keep your hands lifted. Let me just pray for you a little bit. Indiana Prata. Father, reach down your hand from heaven and do what I can't do. Pull out the curse and put in the blessing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be blessed. Anybody that has made it their mission to drag you to hell, I command them to go missing in Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. Father, everybody that's standing at this altar, don't let one of them be missing on judgment day. Let every one of them be standing with me at your side. In Jesus' name. All God's people said amen. Amen. Sorry for the crying. Welcome to the family of God. Your sins are all forgiven. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.